Gutter Trash episode 286, Pretty Deadly. My name is Eric. I am Jason. Hello, Jason. What's up, Eric? Oh, stuff. Yeah, stuff. Stuff is up. Stuff happens. Stuff does happen. Life's full of stuff. It is, and most of that stuff is out of all of our control. Always has been. Always will be. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It has... Been a couple weeks since we've done one of these. It has been. Uh, I don't know if you want to get into the whys of that, or... Uh, we could maybe briefly touch on it. Okay. I don't want to maybe delve into the specifics, because right, that's right. all I've talked about for about two weeks. I understand, I understand, but uh, uh, you know, maybe maybe a listener out there uh, uh, could help. Yeah. I don't know. You never know. You never know. Uh, but, uh, we, we've missed, uh, a couple of weeks here because, uh, uh, our friend Doogie, uh, pretty important supporting character on this show. Right. You might remember him from every Raw Milk story. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think he's been a guest on the show. Uh, he's been a guest twice at least. Yeah. Uh, once for JCVD and the other for, uh, Bra- uh Bare Knuckles. That's right. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, sadly, uh, Doogie has gone missing. Yeah, he's in my... Yeah. Uh, and, and you've talked about him in the past, where he's sometimes just uh, gone off camping, and right. nobody sometimes, knew that. Sometimes in our own backyard. S- sometimes in your own backyard, in a bivouac. Right. <laughs> it happens. Uh, have you checked your backyard? You know, now that you, when you were saying bivouac, I was like, huh, we haven't mowed in a couple of weeks. Maybe there's like a long, tall grass spot with some dandelions he's living off of. <laughs> no, I mean, we're joking because, uh, um, you know. That's the best way to deal with some deal with situations. I, uh, yeah, I, I've already had my, my days of, uh, of being really down about it. Right. Because I uh, freaked out. And, yeah, he's, at this point, he's literally been missing for a dozen days. Yeah. And no one has talked to him. Um, or seen him, or anything. No phone calls, no Facebook posts. No. Nothing. Yeah. Um, his car is still here. His house is empty. It's like he disappeared. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're pretty concerned. It's, yeah. Uh, and for those that don't know, his real name is Chris Mullahan. Right. So if you're... Sitting at a cafe right now talking to Chris Mullahan, you're like, oh, well, that's not Doogie, because this guy's name's Chris. Right. Doogie's his nickname. Yeah. Uh, and uh, if you look online, uh, I'm sure on Facebook, uh, the Gutter Trash Facebook page has a picture of Doogie. Uh, my Tumblr page has a picture of Doogie somewhere on it. Right. Um, there's some contact information on there. I don't think we want to give out phone numbers on the podcast here, but. Yeah. Uh, At least not mine, like, because, yeah, originally, we made the flyer, um, I put my phone number as well as the police phone number, and 
now at this point, like detectives have taken over. I mean, it's like right. a serious thing. It's something. There's uh, an official police investigation now uh, looking for him. Right. Uh, there he is now officially a missing person. So yeah, no one needs to really call me anymore unless, right. like, unless you just want to say, hey, you know, I I've seen your friend. But like, if you're like, I've seen a guy that might be him, I really don't want to hear that. Right. From anyone at right. this point because I've heard that so fucking many times. Right. And it's never him. So, tell the police that, though. Please tell the police that. Right. But not me. I would say, at the very least, uh, you can email Jason, uh, and you, know, you can go ahead and pass on that information. Yeah, for sure. I'd uh, love, I would love to help find him, don't get me wrong. Right. I would love for you, listener, to... Uh, if you know anything, that, help out. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, spread the word, even. Yeah. That helps. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, he's... Uh, you know, from Dayton, he went missing, uh, last seen in Beaver Creek, uh, on, what, July 3rd? 2nd. 2nd. Um, yeah, uh, you have, uh, you, you kind of were the forefront of the, uh, search party for, for the last, uh, week and a half or so. Right, I, I, yeah, somehow, like, became, like, the call center. Right. Which, you know, I'm fine with that, like, to a point, you know, sure. but now that, like, actual detectives are looking... They're probably better suited. They might have more. I right, mean, I do right. have this mustache. I look kind of like a you do. cop. I think you need to uh, get like a buzz cut maybe first. <laughs> right. Uh, and perhaps start wearing uh, more suits. Oh, yeah. Suit is what I need. Yeah. I really do need a suit. Yeah, you're, you're like you're a third of the way to being right. 70s cop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can I can hang with that for, <laughs> for a little while, but yeah, I need a suit eventually. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so, so you are, uh, I mean, uh, it is not, uh, I mean, he's your friend, you know, you've known him forever, uh, obviously you're upset that, that, uh, you can't find him, but exactly. he has what, what, what has happened to him. Right. You know, but, uh, so it is also not your job to be searching for him. Right. <laughs> In fact, as a segue, I actually do have a job now. What? We can talk about that later. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Uh, but yeah, so, yeah, just go ahead and throw that out there if anybody has any info. Yeah, please, yeah, uh, forward that along. Yeah, uh, contact the Dayton police or, uh, you know, send either one of us an email and we'll make sure it gets to someone who can actually do something about yeah, it. That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's why we, I just was not in the headspace to even attempt, like, our usual high caliber entertainment <laughs> level. <laughs> Like, it would have been so subpar. Right. You know, and I, and like, if anything, we've said from the beginning, if we can't do this 110%, we're not doing it. <laughs> That's why you get this consistent quality. Maybe. Exactly. Speaking of quality and uh, the consistency of it, uh-huh. uh, I'm going to go ahead and apologize right now. Uh, we are not recording in the Gutter Trash headquarters. No. Uh, per usual, we are uh, in my parents' house. Uh, they are gone, and I am house-sitting. I do not have the actual microphones or sound mix or anything like that. We are just uh, yelling at my laptop right. in the living room. Yeah, right. Sitting on a very comfy couch and recliner. This is, I'm sure this isn't the first time that you've yelled at your laptop, though, is it? Uh, yeah, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Usually I'm uh, doing something in Photoshop when I yell at the Right. Or... You know, trying to get porn to download Fat, and it won't. Like, download faster! Right. I'm gonna come while I'm looking at the guy's face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buffering. 
Oh, uh, that's the worst. It is, right? <laughs> I mean, unless you're into that. Sure. Then right. it's the best, I guess, yeah. Right? What a happy accident. <laughs> <laughs> it pauses on just the thing you want to see. Wow. <clears throat> Too bad we're all not bisexual. I know, right? It really is. Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah. You know who isn't bisexual anymore? Who's that? John Constantine. Oh? <laughs> Was he bisexual? Apparently, I don't know. Oh, for the new thing? Uh, huh? What? You mean like they were going to make him bisexual for the new thing? No, like uh, there were like, you know, maybe three issues out of 300 that showed him, you know, getting out of bed with a dude or something like that. No, I did not know. Yeah, but, uh, you know, they've, they've made it a point on the uh, the new television program to, to mention that uh, he will not be bisexual. Oh, okay. And also will not be smoking. So, he's not smoking anything. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> We're great. <laughs> See, maybe in a way we needed that break. Yeah. To right. to re- recharge our batteries and come back with the comedic gold like that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> cock smoking is, I mean, ah, ah. Johnny Carson built his career on cock smoking juice. Sure, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, uh, unfortunately, during the time that uh, you were out, uh, you know, uh, pulling uh, Tommy Lee Jones and the Fugitive, uh, <laughs> we, uh, we we had a comic to read, and uh, it, it was like two, three weeks since I've read it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so I forgot pretty much most of it. Did you get a chance to reread it? I did. Okay. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I reread enough of it to to uh, get my bearings right. on it. Yeah. Right. You've re-familiarized yourself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we, we did a comic called uh, Pretty Deadly. Well, well, we didn't do it. I well, wish we I mean, Can you we, imagine we, if uh, we'd be, done that? We, we would be rich and famous. We would be. Or and at liked, least... And liked by everyone. We would definitely be liked by everyone. Uh, or, or at least we would be slightly respected. Right. 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 Or people would know our names. That's, that's something. Yeah. That's something. Uh, we, no, yeah, so we did not do Pretty Deadly. But we did read it. We did read it, yes. Yes, and we are doing a review of that book here today. Maybe. Sort of. I don't know. Yeah. It, it'll be review-like. Right. <laughs> Yeah, reviewish. <laughs> yeah, Kelly Sue DeConnick and Emma Rios. Emma, uh, Emma Rios, yes. And uh, Jordi Belair and uh, another name, I believe, Clayton Cowles. Mm. Yes. That's the entire creative team. So I was unfamiliar with, you know, all of them. I'm a... Uh, not entirely unfamiliar with all of them. I'm unfamiliar mostly with Emma Rios. I uh, don't think I've read any. Well, no, that's not true. Uh, but I know Kelly Sudikonik, obviously. She is uh, the writer of Captain Marvel, currently, from Marvel Comics. Wow. Uh, where you know, Captain Marvel is allowed to be published under said name. Right. <laughs> and not the real Captain Marvel, a.k.a. Billy Batson. Shazam. It's not his name. It's the that's, wizard's that's name. That's what it says on the front of the comic. It's, what, it's the wizard's name. Oh, next you're going to tell me Frankenstein's not a monster. 
Yeah, so she's a good writer, right? I enjoy her work. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've, I've enjoyed... Uh, well, the, the, I've been reading Captain Marvel since... Uh, not since it came out, but you know, I picked up the first trade eventually. And, mm. you know, I was like, hey, I'm on board with this. Uh, I thought the art was meh in some of the early issues, but it got a lot better. And, oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, it changed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think uh, Emma Rios did some of the art. And, oh, really? Uh, okay. At least some of those earlier issues. Uh, and I enjoyed those quite a bit. Uh, Kelly Sue's also written uh, Avengers Assemble, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was the book. And... Uh, I think maybe one of my favorite superhero team books since uh, the Keith Giffen uh, Justice League days. Wow, really? Yeah. So it's, it's fun. It's very fun. Really? Yeah. Did not know that. Yep. I had no idea. Yep. Incredibly fun. Huh. Would not have guessed. Yeah. Which is, you know, kind of what I look for in a superhero book. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It's what at least what I hope for in a right. superhero book. Yeah. And she, yeah, pulled it off. Uh, yeah, I would definitely compare it to the uh, Giffen Justice wow. League. That's that's cool. That's high grade. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, because uh, that is to me kind of the pinnacle of uh, my my enjoyment of comics. I, I couldn't agree more. At least on the like Justice League. I, yeah. Like I've read Grant Morrison Justice League and sure, them, but I've never read any Justice League. I knew it as much as Keith Giffen, Demadius stuff. Yeah. Yep. Uh. Yeah, I've read, uh, you know, I've read some other stuff by Kelly Sue that, you know, like I read Ghost, which uh, was okay. The Dark Horse thing? Yeah, okay. uh, the revival of uh, that, uh, that one book. What was that line? Oh, uh... World's Greatest Heroes. Yeah, World's Greatest Heroes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was alright. Uh... But, uh, you know, and, and, uh, but, you know, there's someone, uh, you know, that I enjoy work. I try to support them whenever they put out a uh, creator-owned book. Right. So, uh, she, you know, announced this, uh, Western, and uh, the preview art looked pretty good. I said, sure, why not? Let's, let's do that. Was this her first creator-owned thing? Uh, I don't, think, I don't know if it's her first or not. But she's mostly done the Marvel kind of stuff. Done quite a bit of Marvel, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh... And of course, you know, I mean, you know, I don't know that it has to be mentioned, but uh, she is married to uh, Matt Fraction. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's it's weird. It's like, you feel like that's a piece of trivia that's interesting. Yeah. But it's also one of those things like, she's really cool, mostly because she's married to Matt Fraction. Right, you, you right, feel, right. I feel like that enters into a lot of, like, people's minds, at least. Oh, like, yeah. They're like, well, maybe I'll try it out. I mean, if she's banging Matt Fraction, how bad can she be? <laughs> Well, I mean, Matt Fraction is pretty bangable. Yeah, I'd bang him. He's a handsome man. Especially if it, uh, maybe he'll read my comic. Sure, right. Uh, <laughs> uh, like, I remember there was a uh, convention where, uh, you know, Kelly Sue was announced as a guest, and, like, her only credit was, you know... Uh, Matt Fraction's wife? Yeah, basically. Wow. That's, that's, yeah, that's too bad. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, until this point, I have never read anything by her, but I gotta say, pretty damn impressed. Yeah? Yeah. I really like this comic. Yeah. Uh, it, I think one of the things that I really, really enjoyed about it was that it, like, throughout the entire five issues, it's a five-issue series at this point, I think. It's not going, but, you know, they're, like, splitting it up into arcs or whatever. Right, yeah. Uh, so, for now, 
this is out there, and it's in, available in trade. Uh, but, like, throughout the five issues, I just kept thinking about, this is, like, what I loved about Vertigo comics in the early 90s. Exactly. <laughs> this was such an old Vertigo comic. Yeah. And, like, that is perhaps the highest praise that I could give a comic. Yeah. Other than saying that this by Chester Brown. Right, right. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I felt like when I was reading it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it just had something about it, you know, like, like, just that time, yeah, it's like, eerie. it's very eerie, and it's, it's got a lot of crazy, moody artwork, and, oh, yeah. uh, it's, it's very poetic in yeah. how it's written. Oh, yeah. Uh, but not in a, like, off-putting way, you know? No, like, yeah. In a, in a kind of beautiful and violent way. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it definitely reminded me of, like, you know, right when Vertigo started doing creator-owned stuff. Right. You know, not just Sandman Swamp Thing or whatever. Yeah. You know, like, you know, like, like Enigma and, and uh, you know, Terminal City and that kind of right. stuff. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, just like that explosion of just insane creativity that went in every direction. Right. Yeah. And this, yeah, this is unlike, unlike uh, just about any other comic. I mean, you know, I mean, I've, I've heard people compare it to like, I think someone said Sandman meets Preacher or something. <laughs> and, 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 like, yeah, it does, I mean, it has, like, elements of... Both, you know, sure, you could, yeah. You know, you could, like, maybe they could, you know, if they were bands, they could play on the same bill. Right, yeah. But, but they don't sound like <laughs> each other. They, they would be at a festival together. Right. But, you know, maybe, uh, you know, it'd be like, well, I guess that's weird, but okay, sure. Right, yeah. yeah. You know, not like, you know, if you would say, like, put the Melvins and, like, B.B. King on the same <laughs> right. Bill, right? I would go to that show. I would totally go to that show, too. <laughs> but not for the reasons I think anybody would want me there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really neat. It's a really neat book. It's, uh, kind of gorgeous. The art is fucking incredible. Yeah. I mean, I got, I had a couple of problems here and there with, like, Storytelling flow. And that's then, the only thing I have. That's a complaint about this, and I was I was going to see if you had the same problem. Yeah, I think there's like two different pages where I looked at a set of panels for like ten minutes on each one, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what I'm looking at. Right. Like, it looks neat. Yeah. Like even those specific panels. Look sure. Cool. It, I'm like, it's all well drawn. Yeah. Like like none of it is poorly put together. Yeah. It's just a little unclear in places. In very few places. But where it is, it's very unclear. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, I'll also say that also for the story as well. Uh, but, you know, at this point, I'm not sure if that's, you know, by uh, accident or by, you know, design. Because it's, kind of it's kind of like an artsy mystery kind of thing. Yeah, like, there's definitely sure. a, an unfolding narrative. Yeah. And um, I think you're supposed to kind of guess who people are and what their roles are. Right. Uh, I will also say that, uh, you know, this is probably my fault. I don't know if uh, you did this or not, but, uh, you know, I see uh, text pieces in the back of a comic. I generally ignore them. Right, yeah. Uh, I did read those, but, like, like they didn't really, I didn't really glean much from them. Okay. Like they, they mentioned a couple of the characters, but, I mean, like, they weren't even written by Kelly Sue the comic. It was written by somebody else. Right. So, like, I feel like... It's not obviously a major part of the story, or it would 
been written by Kelly's comic. Yeah, like I get, like I do kind of have that attitude about it, and then like I did glean enough from, you know, the, the actual story and uh, even the, the recaps. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I didn't want to read the actual short stories. Cause it was good. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, but, like it was about, uh, what's his name? The red haired dude? Johnny Coyote. 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 Yeah. yeah. And, uh, um, Molly. His Molly. The bird. The raven. Yeah. So yeah, it was interesting. I liked it. But I don't think it's a necessity. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, like, yeah, I, I really liked it. I, I'm actually glad that I did get, uh, the chance to reread it because, uh, of everything that happened, you know? Right. Because I actually picked up a lot more on the second reread, like, once you know the actual story. Oh, I'd imagine so. It's one of those things that it's kind of dense with interesting characters that all have a mysterious right. persona, you know? And, uh, I gotta say, you know, like, I kind of miss that in a lot of comics. Like, I mean, like most of the comics I read, I mean, I enjoy them, but, you know, I'm like, I read them and they're done. Right. You know, and then I move on to whatever else. But, like, and I honestly, I don't know that I even would have reread this had I not. Well, I clearly wouldn't have uh, if we'd have done this last week. Whatever. Right. Yeah. You know, but, uh, uh, you know, like, like I'm glad that I did because uh, I did pick up a lot more and I feel like there's like not a lot of comics have that rereadability factor. Oh, right. Yeah, know? because it's pretty straightforward and once you know what's coming, you know, right. it's not as interesting as like never. But yeah, yeah, I felt like I actually read the first issue twice because after I read the second one I went back and read the first one again. Yeah. And uh yeah. That's because I was like, man, I I'm still a little unclear on like I wasn't sure if I missed something or if it's just purposely, you know, told in a kind of you know, mysterious way. Right. But, yeah, I I felt like I understood it more the second time around. And that's another one of those things that makes me think of Vertigo again, because, I mean, you know, how many times have I reread The Invisibles or Preacher oh, or yeah. Transmet or, you know, Enigma. Right. You know, like all these great books that came out back then that I reread over and over again. Yeah. You know. Because like, they're so, com- like, complex, but not in a, like, math assignment way right but in a like dense story where yeah. I mean you you, you can get everything in one sitting right but you know you pick up on other things you get all the essentials in the first yeah time. yeah 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 okay so we both really really liked it I think that's what we're saying yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I thought I thought it was like the the story was really good but I thought the art was just so fucking gorgeous that like, oh, even, yeah. even if the story wouldn't have been good, I would have enjoyed it. But yeah, I would have enjoyed looking at it. But you know, it's it's uh, you know got the story to back it up. And I'm I'm a fan of westerns anyway, and, and I'm a fan of uh, creepy supernatural type things too. It's, those are great together. Yeah, they are. Uh, this is a great combo. Yeah, it is a lot like chocolate peanut butter, <laughs> right? <laughs> I think it's, like, some people call it Southern Gothic. Like, again, in music, like, like Tom Waits and the Handsome Family and things like that, that have that sort of Gothic, you know, feel, but it's not so, like, you know, it's not like people with white face paint and really sad lyrics. It's, like, right. kind of funny and odd and, like, Southern. Um, it kind of reminded me of, of that feel. Yeah. 
Like, I could see the handsome family scoring in this movie. <laughs> right. That'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, I could definitely see that. And, uh, you know, I do like that, uh, there is, like, like, there's not a ton, but there is a little bit of humor throughout it. You know, it's not entirely drenched in, right. you know. It's not so drab. And right. And it's more like one-liners that just kind of, it's not like a funny scene or something. No, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Or, uh, the character of, uh, Johnny Coyote, I think, is, you know... Like, I, I don't think I would classify him as comic relief, but, you know, he is a lighter character yeah. than everyone else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is odd to say, but yeah. yeah. Comparison. Yeah, he's, he's great. I really love two, like, two of the main characters, Sissy and Fox. Yeah. Fox, I guess. Like, they kind of are doing this sort of Old West um, theatrical storytelling yeah where they have like this big banner that has uh, like basically comic book panels on it that that tell uh, the story you know of uh, Death's daughter yep Death Face Jenny yeah. yeah and I think it was really cool because you know it was like comics before there were comics yeah you know just like this old school storytelling with little panels drawn so I thought that was like a nice little uh, I don't know if that's what you call a self nod but you know we're, we're you're telling a story in a comic, and you put a little like comic history sort of in there. Right. But yeah, I thought that was that was awesome too. But but in the page and like the page layouts, they like they're that they're one step away from being confusing. Yeah. But they're not confusing. Right. Which is amazing. And occasionally, uh, they yeah, like we said, there there's some storytelling. Of clarity here and there. A couple of hiccups. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would, uh, I don't know how to describe the story, really. It's, it's about death. Right. <laughs> it's kind of like a fable, you know? Like it old, is a lot like a fable, yeah. Like an old, like, a kind of a dark, you know, Grimm's fairy tale kind of thing. Right. Because it's kind of spooky. Yeah. It's about love and, you know. Love and death. And love and death. Uh, you know, uh, and it's weird because, well, I mean, I guess it's not weird because I guess Mobius did uh, the Blueberry comics, which were Westerns. Right. Uh, I was going to say, it has a very European feel to everything, but at the same time, you know, it's about, you know, something that's very American, oh, you know, Western. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, yeah, so I don't know what I'm really saying there. <laughs> um... Yeah, you're saying like it's got an amalgam of the uh, sources it's drawn from, like yeah. it's fables and westerns, and um, you know a little bit, little bit of uh, a little bit of comedy, a little bit of romance. Yeah, yeah. mostly just like a dark, fabulous western. Yeah, very violent. Yeah, but not uh, not like not gory. Yeah, yeah, not not like a Garth Ennis comic where. No. You know, Something really fucked up happens, and you see all the blood, and then laugh, <laughs> and then you laugh. Yeah, this—I mean, this is darker, but it's all kind of like subtly done, right? You know? I mean, I would say it's probably like a mix between Sandman and Preacher. <laughs> uh, done by girls. <laughs> Who knew that girls could write comics? Or right. draw? Right. That's weird. 
Uh, I don't like this. I know. I'm it makes, done. It makes my penis feel small. <laughs> I'm threatened. <laughs> Get back in the kitchen is what we're saying. Yeah. No, they've, uh... I think they've, uh... You know, pretty much solidified that there's no reason to doubt uh, a female's presence in the art of uh, making comics. Nor should there ever have been. Exactly. But I mean, but I mean, yeah, I mean, but like it's for a, some reason it's apparently a big deal. It's still around. Yeah. yeah. That's like uh, when I forced your girlfriend to watch uh, Punisher Warzone. Oh, yeah. uh, and I told her it was you know, directed by a woman, and I was like, not that that matters, but, you know, I guess it matters until it doesn't. Yeah, I know it's like, <laughs> it's still a thing. Right. Like, obviously, it didn't make either one of us, you know, not watch it or watch it because of that. Right. But it's still, like, a factor that's just floating around in the atmosphere. Yeah. But it is kind of, like, I don't know if it's so much, at, um, you know, that women don't usually direct um, movies like The Punisher that are so dark and violent and, like, you know, funny. And over the top. And, and over the top. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know if it's, you know, because they don't choose to do that or because, like, the it's studios... Just chosen to. Right, yeah, the right. studios are like, no, we don't, we don't want a love story. Right. And they're like, what? What are you talking about? Right. Because, yeah, I mean, i got to imagine that, you know, a woman wouldn't just turn down a chance to... Uh, you know, direct a potentially huge movie that would make them successful and, right. you know, well off. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Why? just because, you know, some guy gets his head blown off. Right. Right? Like, right. I can't imagine that's a factor. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people, men and women, that aren't interested in directing sure, movies right. like that. Yeah. But if you're, you know, trying to do your job, you know, right, you yeah. that option, why not? I mean, I don't think we would turn down an opportunity to direct a Punisher-like movie. Right. I mean, I don't see why anyone would choose us due to the fact that we're not filmmakers. Right. That might be the first reason. That could be the first reason, yeah. But if we were... <laughs> totally do it. Yeah. And uh, if we were women, we would still totally do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good job, ladies. <laughs> yeah. That's impressive. It really is. Uh... You know, it was one of those things where, uh, I don't know, I was unsure, you know, whether I would like this or not, especially after the first issue, but... Wasn't there... Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you just, you just reminded me, wasn't there some sort of hubbub on the first issue? There was, yeah. There was just some... Just dirt. some guy who just, yeah, didn't like it, I guess, and like, didn't understand it, and was, so tore it up, and... What's his problem? What was his problem? Uh, I don't know. Probably just expected more boobs and right. muscle dudes. I don't know. Right. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Right. I don't know. So the, the, that was just... That's that's over and done. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just remember hearing something about it. Yeah, I remember that being a thing. Uh, but, you know, I mean, I was... I was uh, you know, after reading the first issue, I was just like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to like this or not. And then... Uh, forced myself onto the second issue and you know everything started coming more into focus and then right. I realized that uh, I was really digging what was happening uh, you know but there was that you know because I'm, I'm I'm poor uh-huh right yeah <laughs> you know so I'm, I'm constantly trying to you know see if I can trim my my comic uh, purchasing <laughs> not at new ones right right yeah yeah 
and uh, so I was like, well, you know, the first volume of Pretty Deadly is out, and I've got those, you know, and, like, if I don't like it, then, you know, I mean, it seems like a book I'd be fine, you know, cutting out of my, my pool list. Uh, but uh, I don't think that's going to be happening. Yeah. I, I think I'll be getting uh, the second one when it starts coming out. So. Yeah, the second one's more about Death Face Jim, right? I would hope so. Yeah. Because she's pretty cool. Yeah. Of a lot of the characters are pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Alice. Like Big Alice. Big yeah. Alice, yeah. She's awesome. I, I would like to learn more about uh, Johnny Coyote without having to read uh, just solid text. Right, yeah. Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> If we wanted books and stuff, we'd go to those libraries. <laughs> um, what'd you think about the narrators? The, like the, the, the butterfly and the bones bunny? Yeah. I like them a lot. They're really cool. I kind of hope that they uh, they show up again. Because, mm-hmm. uh, I enjoyed them. I enjoy seeing their interactions with various animals. Yeah. The series, too. Um, they really scared away. Was it the armadillo? Or? Uh, no, sh- for sure that was a uh, like a dog-like animal, be it a fox or a dog or a coyote something or got something. Scared, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the bunny creeped him out because he's a skeletal bunny. He's a skeletal bunny. Yeah. Who uh, you know we see his origin. Yeah. Uh, Deathfish Jenny uh, kills him as a young girl. All right. Yeah. And now he's telling her story. Yeah. So he obviously. I don't know. There's no hard feelings. Right, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah there's like a, just a ton of, uh, you know, poetic imagery and, and, and uh, you know, uh, just, just, just beautiful, you know, uh, visuals and storytelling oh, yeah. that goes on in this yeah, book. Oh, and man, like all the stuff with Death Slayer. Yeah. It's just awesome looking. And Death himself is yeah, like a yeah. really cool version of Death. Uh, when I was uh, pulling these books to, uh, you know, lend them to you, uh, I had them just sitting out in my living room, and my girlfriend uh, picked up, like, the one issue that, you know, Death makes his, like, big appearance. Right. And it's like, you know, the the mason, you know, digging through the earth, basically, and then reaching Death's lair, and there's, like, this weird, crazy perspective drawing of Death. Oh, and, yeah. uh, you know, it's like a full page, maybe even a double spread, I can't remember. Uh, but she was like, oh my god, this is great. <laughs> has she read these? She has not read these. Uh, she'd uh, probably like it. I think she would, uh, at least visually, she would yeah. definitely like it. Yeah, because she's, she's an artiste. She is. She would appreciate this. Yeah, and uh, she did love sex criminals when I forced that upon her. Nice. And uh, I did try to force uh, All-Star Superman on her, and she read the first issue and, and definitely wanted to read more, but she has yet to read anymore. Hmm. Yeah. I, I think part of All-Star Superman, it, you kind of have to be a comics fan to appreciate kinda, some yeah. of the nostalgia kind of reference, but, but, yeah, I mean, you could read it otherwise. Yeah. I'm sure she'll read it eventually, but yeah, I think she might really enjoy this as well. Pretty deadly. Yeah, I sure did. And I'm glad you did, too. Me too. Uh, yeah, it's it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. It's a lot better than I expected. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks. Yeah. Kelly Sue and Emma Rios and... Everybody else. Jordy Blair and Clayton Cowles. Yeah, I hope you keep doing this book. Yeah, that would be great. And I hope you keep buying it so I can keep reading it. Oh, uh, sure. <laughs> that that seems like a thing that will... I mean, you do have a job. I do have a job now. Yeah. We'll you you could, you could maybe start 
Yeah. Being able to afford to buy a comic or two. Maybe in a little while. All right, all right. Not quite yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, let's take a break then. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk about uh, this new development in your life. Yes. Ten years ago, on a cold, dark night, there was someone killed beneath the town all There were few at the scene, but they all agreed that the slayer ran looked a lot like me. The judge said, son, what is your alibi if you were somewhere else? Then you won't have to die I spoke not a word Though it meant my life For I had been in the arms Of my best friend's wife She walks these hills In a long black veil She visits my grave when the night winds will Nobody knows Nobody sees Nobody knows but me The scaffold was high and eternity near She stood in the crowd And shed not a tear But sometimes at night When the cold wind moans In a long black veil She cries o'er my bones She walks these hills in a long black veil she visits my grave when the night winds wail nobody knows nobody sees nobody knows but me nobody knows but me tip there during the break? I, no. Okay. No. Did get a phone call, but, uh, nothing, nothing major. Alright. Yeah, my, I, I swear, okay, first of all, if you are a person who has my phone number, and I'd say about half our listeners do, <laughs> um, um, I will probably be changing my phone number pretty soon. Okay. Yeah. Um, because, um, 
I've got lots, lots of phone calls. You know, like we mentioned earlier in the show, um, my my phone number is on the missing person flyer right. from friend Doogie. And you know, I I love that people call. Like, don't get me wrong. Right. But like, so many people have spotted a man that they think is Doogie. Right. And they'll be describing him. And I'm like writing all this down for the police. And I'm like, okay. And like, you know, he had, you know, so he had a red beard. And they're like, oh no, he didn't have a beard. Right. And I'm like, well, I mean, that's kind of like a very prominent feature. Which is also in the only photo that's been circulated of him. Right. And then, and then, like, one guy was like, no, or, yeah, he had a beard, but and he's like, yeah, and he's covered in tattoos. And I'm like, no, he doesn't yeah. have any tattoos. And, like, there's just a lot of people that don't quite quite get it. But, right. But, that's, you that's, know, to be fair to them, a lot could have happened in those uh, 12 true. days. Right. He could have uh, gotten completely tatted up right. and shaved his beard. Why would Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if he has decided that he just wants to disappear, right? Why wouldn't he just change his? That's uh, true. Like that? Yeah, because like all the police reports would be like, "Any identifying tattoos?" Like, nope. Yeah. So like, well, that's not him. Right. You know, yeah. that guy with all these fresh tattoos and the freshly shaven face. <laughs> I just hope that this isn't some sort of raw milk conspiracy come to bite him oh. in the ass. Yeah, you had a theory. I remember that yeah. uh, that perhaps it was the homeless lady's, you know, reign of. <laughs> you know, of the raw milk, uh, you know, service queen or whatever. <laughs> it was it was over, and she had to like you know right. Pick, I mean, pick an air while you were out searching for him. Did you go to the creepy alley behind Middleton's? I did not. I've still never been there. That's a good you know. Good question. What's going on in that alley? No, but, like, the, one of the main reasons I, I was talking about changing my phone number right. is there's a guy who has called me so many times. Yeah. And he's, it's not like he's a friend of Doogie. He's never met him before. Right. And he's never seen someone that he thinks might have been Doogie. Okay. But he's called me so many times. The first one was, he was just, like, telling me, like, hey, man, if I see this guy in this poster, I'm going to let you know because I ride my bike on that bike path a lot. And I was like, that's awesome. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, cool. And then, you know, he hung up. And like a half an hour later, he calls back. And, and I, I was like, oh, my gosh. And like, I saw his number. And I was like, right. maybe he's on the bike path. Maybe he's. And I was like, yeah, yeah, what is it? And uh, he's like, I, I forgot to tell you. Um, I mow lawns a lot. So if I'm, like, mowing a lawn and I see him ride by, like, on the street, I'll let you know. And I was like, well, yeah, that's, that's cool. Like, that's kind of the whole idea. And then, like. I got off the phone, and like an hour later, he calls back, and he's like, yeah, I just told my friend Marcus to, to keep an eye out, too, because he rides around on his bike a lot, so my friend Marcus is going to look out for him, too. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's cool. The more people, the better. I was like, just yeah, let me know if you know anything. Right. And then so, you know, like an hour later, he calls again, and I ignore it. And then an hour after that, he calls again, and I ignore it. And an hour after that, he calls again, and I ignore it. And then, like, one more time later, he called, and I was like, okay, I've just got to yeah. talk to him. So I, I picked him up, and I was like, you know, he's like, he's like, hey, have you seen Iron Man 3? Because your friend kind of looks like that guy in Iron Man 3. And I was like, I, uh, uh, <laughs> I was like, you know, uh, you really only need to call if you have some sort of updated information on the whereabouts of this man. Right. That's the only reason you need to call. <laughs> 
And and to his credit, he hasn't called back, and that's been like five, six days. Oh, that's so, good. Yeah. So, uh, he, but I think you know, perhaps he had some mental issues. Right. Um, but I, but I just got to thinking, like, my phone number is on like many, like flyers. It's on the internet. It's on the internet. It's yeah. on the news. Yeah, I've seen it on the news website. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm gonna probably be changing my phone number as soon as I know one thing. Right. 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 Um, so. You know, look look for that. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, it's a good thing that I don't actually know your number by heart. Right. I just press a button and there you are. Yeah. <laughs> so, kind of special that way. Yeah. So so you know, just uh, make sure that when you do get a new number, to uh, switch it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you uh, you actually did tell me this story um, on Saturday about the the guy calling you. Right. And when you mentioned the Iron Man three thing, I was just like, what? Like, like, yeah. like, who the hell is he talking about? He's got like a red mohawk and a red beard. Right. Well, uh, I was sitting here last night and I was uh, telling my, my lady person uh, the uh, the same story. And all of a sudden, like right in the middle of telling it, I knew exactly who that guy was talking about. Oh, really? He was talking about Ben Kingsley as the Mandarin. <laughs> really? Because Ben Kingsley, have you seen Iron Man? Yeah. There? He's got the big, thick beard. He's got the long hair, and he's like, oh, got like okay. the, the ponytail. It's not red, though. Right? It's not red, but you know. But, okay, yeah. And uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Okay, I can kind of see it. Kind of wearing camo, you know. Right. Yeah. Okay. Ben Kingsley is kind of in a doogie kind of uh, costume, right? And yeah, only was red. Yeah, only okay. was red. Okay. Well, yeah. Like I, it didn't click at all. I was like, right. what's he talking about? Like the only person I've seen lately in a movie that looks like Doogie is that. One of the science officers in uh, Prometheus. Right, yeah. Like it's, you know, one of the first murdered people in Prometheus by the by aliens. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there, there's some uh, Doogie esque uh, characters <coughs> out there. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I remember that it was, it was uh, he was probably okay. talking about the Mandarin. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, if uh, you change your number, though, you're going to have to let your new job know, too, right? I will. I will have to let my new job know. Because they they, uh, they do call. I guess that's like a, a thing that happens a lot with them to have people pick up shifts. Uh, so I will definitely be interested in that. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I need money. Right. I mean, you've only been out of work for about a year. About a year. And uh, um, I had an unexpected large uh, expenditure in, by way of my dog needing uh, a tumor removed uh, like a month ago. Yeah. And I paid for that. And yeah, I need, need some cash. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so what are you doing? I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a grocery guy. Nice. I worked at, I, uh, worked at Trader Joe's today for the first time ever. And uh, it was pretty awesome. Oh. I gotta say. Hippie store. Hippie store. Yeah. 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 Like as part of the, uh, you know, training ritual, we go into the back room and there's this, like, giant tofu container that they uh, submerge all the new hires in <laughs> to, like... And you were the only one that made it out. <laughs> I was the only one that made it out, so they gave me a, a box cutter and a t-shirt, uh, <laughs> and I'm an official employee now. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I will uh, never visit you at your job. Have you ever been to Trader Joe's? I have been to Trader okay. Joe's. I've been to Trader Joe's with you. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. 
Really? We yeah. went to Trader Joe's? Oh, yeah, we did. In Kettering? Uh-huh. Okay. Because huh. uh, our, our friend, uh, Lauren, also uh, at least used to work there. She's still there. She's yeah. still there, yeah. She, uh, she, she saw us both while we were there. Okay. What were we doing? Were we buying groceries? Uh, you were buying groceries, and I was tagging along. Okay. Because I was like, well, I need to buy groceries, too, and maybe they'll have something. And they did not. Oh, what were we doing? What were you looking for? Uh, just anything that was cheap. Oh, they have cheap stuff? No, not really. You can eat for like five bucks there. You can eat a meal for five bucks. <laughs> yeah, but then that uh, Kroger, I can go and eat a week's worth of meals for five bucks. Oh. <laughs> oh, there's like mac and cheese for 99 cents. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's all hippie bullshit anyway. <laughs> Oh, I, 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 I prefer my mac and cheese to be made out of actual, you know, flour and, and uh, you know, that, that kind of, you know, substance, not, you know, seaweed and tofu. <laughs> oh. I, I prefer my meat to actually be the flesh of a dead animal. Right. They have, they have dead flesh there. They do have dead flesh. There's a whole dead flesh aisle. <clears throat> I like my pretzels to, you know, actually be pretzels and not, you know... Uh, fried twigs. Oh, <laughs> It's not as bad as that. <laughs> I prefer my cashiers to wear a hard shoe. Okay, well, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we do have shorts on and uh, long hair. And, yeah, okay. There's, there's a hippie element to it. But, uh, and I also like a grocery store to provide me a bag. <laughs> they have bags. Do they? Yeah. Oh, free bags. They give you free bags. Yeah, free bags. Free grocery bags. Yeah? Uh, I, <laughs> I saw it happen today. <laughs> and I also want my in-store signs to be professionally designed. <laughs> Printed out by a conglomerate yes. somewhere out of state. <laughs> okay, well, you got me there. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't get to draw any signs today, but I did, uh, I did, I get, to, I get to be cart boy. Oh. I got to, uh, be a stock boy. Yeah. Um, I got to throw cardboard in a baler. Oh. I got to, like, put stuff in the back room and in the, like, aisles for customers. Oh, uh, yeah. It was cool. Yeah. I actually really enjoyed it. It was like, it was an eight-hour shift, and it felt like four hours, because it was just busy. Yeah. It was awesome. Well, I mean, you know, well, I was going to say, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> the, the four, the, 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 the thought that I had was, was uh, like not even a third formed yet. So <laughs> it was impure. Just, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, I do drive by your workplace every day. That's, that's, uh, on the way? Uh, on the way home, I uh, drive past uh, Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should stop in well, I usually go straight past it into Kroger and uh, get myself a salad. You know, I do buy, I do buy like half my groceries at Kroger and the other half at Churches, and I, I don't think I'll change that. Right. Um, do you get a discount? I do get a discount. Huh? It's not a great one, but it's <clears throat> something. Right. And uh, yeah, that that helps. But there's you, just there's like, like especially the Kroger right next to Churches has a pretty huge produce selection. Oh yeah. Whereas I mean, Churches is a small store, and they're trying to. Like keep it that way, honestly. Like so, they they can't afford shelf space for as as many things. Right. Well, it's also a grocery store in the middle of a mall. 
It is. Yeah. <laughs> but the coolest kind of mall, because it's not like it's not like a huge mall where everything's like you can see outside in right. the daylight yeah. from the store, which is nice. And you can buy uh, used books. Yeah. Two doors down. Yeah. And, and crushed cookies <laughs> next door. Cookies, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's not a bad mall. Yeah. There's even a health food store behind the, the shopping center. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. And a, uh, a B-dubs. A B-dubs. Is there really? I think so. Uh, Isn't there? Uh, there's a Panera, I know. Oh, maybe there is a B-dubs. In the, in the mall. I, I don't know. I think there's a probably, BW3s. There probably is. Yeah. I mean, I would never... You know, for your buffalo wing, right. you know, cravings. Yeah. And say, so I... At no point in my life would I have been to the BW3s, <laughs> so I have to take your word for it. I, I don't know. If I, I think I've talked about it. My nephew uh, has some sort of uh, stomach malady, uh, which uh, I think might be fake, uh, because uh, he, he claims that the only place that he can eat is BW3s. What? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds fake. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> what, what could it possibly be that they have that no one else has? Uh, he can eat the, uh, there's like a certain type of uh, dry rub that they put on uh, some of the wings. He can eat that, and he can eat the, uh, basically it's uh, fried potatoes with cheese smothered over it. I, I don't think there's anyone that has a stomach malady that would be recommended to eat fried potatoes with cheese right. stuffed over it. Or buffalo wings. <laughs> or buffalo wings, yeah. yeah. I'm with you on this. I think there might be a, yeah. might be some fallacies in his, uh, yeah. in his design theory there. Yep. Hmm. <laughs> Weird. Well, congratulations on uh, finally getting a job. Well, thank you. And thank it has you. been uh, just under a year. Well, I had, a, I had a job as a stay-at-home cartoonist. I just paid a little bit less <laughs> than Trader Joe's. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, you're so you're not making, like, pretty deadly money? I don't think I am. Yeah. <laughs> I think I make the same amount of money that people that write letters to pretty deadly make. <laughs> uh, when I was a cartoonist. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So, how about you, though? Enough about me. Uh, What's going on with you? Oh, you know, living the life of an Eric Shodmore. Yeah? Yeah. That's awesome. Um, house sitting, cat sitting. Yeah. So, so I'm immersing myself in uh, you know soft water and cable and free food. Wow, that's great. Yeah. And uh, kitties. And, and kitties who hate me. Right. But that's that's uh, kind of how kitties are sometimes. Yeah. Uh, this one was being particularly vocal today. I'm honestly surprised that uh, he he got out of the room when we started recording. But I guess. Honestly, I'm not surprised because why would anyone stay in this room while we're recording? <laughs> I know I thought about leaving during the break and not coming back. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> uh, you know, just uh, just me uh, watching things. Uh, you know, hanging out with the, the lady at times and uh, watching a lot of movie type ah, things. So you're not just like staring outside, seeing what the neighbors do and watching them. No, although I did do that. Uh, briefly on uh, Saturday. Really? Yeah, here. That sounds fun. They, they were setting up a tent or something in their backyard. Uh, so I was like, what, what's happening there? Right. Huh. Uh, but I watched, uh, last, last night I watched uh, three of the five original Planet of the Apes movies. Wow. Wow. <laughs> uh, 
And then I watched uh, Oz the Great and Powerful uh, with, uh, with uh, Bambi. Because um, <clears throat> she wanted to see it and hadn't yet. It's pretty good, right? I enjoyed it. Right. I enjoyed it again. I haven't, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, and then I watched uh, the new Guillermo del Toro television program. Oh, The Strain. The Strain. How was that? It was okay. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I saw, like, the opening five minutes at Kathleen's before I went home. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, it was alright. Um, I mean, you know, there's was, was, yeah, some problems. Yeah. Uh, just, just, you know, logic-wise and then story-wise. Okay. Uh, there's some bad acting in it, too. Uh, you know, some, some less-than-stellar special effects here and there. All right. Uh, but, you know, I mean, it's definitely got a creepy vibe to it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Guillermo del Toro has a, has a distinct vision for what vampires should be. Uh, and, and so this is, you know, more of that. Okay. Uh, like, uh, you know, uh, did you ever see Kronos? No. 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 Maybe it should be a pick. Yeah, I've wanted to see that for yeah. a while. Uh, or at least, you know, we should just watch it at some point. Yeah. Uh, but, but, you know, like, like he kind of, it's a vampire story and like, you know, his vision of what vampires are kind of presented in that. Uh, and then Blade 2, uh, which is obviously, uh, my favorite Blade movie. And I think it's because he just took a strong creative stranglehold on it, you know, from David Goyer, who was, uh, generally terrible. Uh, <laughs> uh, but like, you know, like. Similar type of vampires were in that movie as well. Like, kind of distorted and like, creepy. And creepy, monstrous, and then, like, you know, pale, bald, you yeah. know, just, just, they're monsters. Like, kind of monstrous Nosferatu type. Yeah. And, uh, that seems to be what he's going for with uh, The Strain, which I've listened to the audiobook, so, like, I already kind of know. Was it a comic, too, The Strain? Uh, yeah. Yeah. that logo looked familiar. Yeah, the, uh, the Dark Horse uh, put out a comic adaptation. Yeah, okay. I think David Laffham wrote them. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was going to watch it last night because I watched like the first you know, segment before commercial, and then and then Kathleen told me that it was like an hour and 40 minutes. So yeah. I, was like, I was like, oh, I, I'm not going to watch an hour and 40 minutes. So we'd already been watching TV, and I was like, i got to go home. Right. You know, so... I'll, I'll check it out sometime. Yeah. It, looked, it looked interesting. It's worth a watch, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll stick with it, you know, uh, again, mostly just because I love Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, me and uh, Bambi watched it last night. Yeah, it was, it was good. So is he directing all of it or just creating it? Uh, I mean, it's based on his novel, uh, and he wrote and directed the pilot, at least. So, uh, I mean, I'm sure he's not Doing all of it. Right, because he's got... He's got shit to do. He's got other movies coming out. Pacific Rim 2. Pacific Rim 2, eventually. Uh, he's got one coming out next year called uh, Crimson Peak. And uh, he said he's going to do something between that and Pacific Rim 2 as well. So. Sweet. Yeah. He's busy. Yeah. Uh, well, good for probably him. never do Hellboy 3. That's too bad. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't even... I mean... Like, I wouldn't mind if somebody else awesome did it. Right. As long as Ron Perlman could do one more Hellboy movie. Sure, yeah. Like, I'd hate to see somebody other than Ron Perlman and somebody other than Guillermo del Toro do it. Right. Like, I just, yeah. 
Like, you know, yeah, I think it could be a thing where Del Toro could, like, you know, handpick a successor or something yeah, like that. I'm sure, know? yeah. Write the script, you know, produce it, you know, make sure it keeps the tone. Right. You know, but it would be nice to have Ron Perlman do one more. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Before he gets way too old. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure somebody else could do it too, but I can't think of who that would be. Right, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I remember when the first movie came out, and, you know, everybody was like, you know, Vin Diesel or, right. you know, The Rock or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. But then, like, as soon as they announced Ron Perlman, I was like, it's fucking perfect. It is. It is perfect. Yeah. yeah. You know, just like Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark. Right. It's just absolutely Perfect casting. Right. Yeah. Like, there's just nothing that would be better than those two. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Let's see what else. Um, Yeah, I had to uh, take an extra trip down to Cincinnati this past weekend. That sucked. Oh, right. Um, And, uh,. This gas station uh, down the street here that had been closed for a while and they just reopened. Oh yeah, and uh, they now have uh, like a really good discount on gas as part of their uh, grand uh, reopening. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like like, like ten extra cents off of the gallon. Really? Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I'll stop there on the way back. You, I'll, I'll give you the details of what you need to do. Yeah. Wow. Uh, exciting. Yeah. Cheap gas. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then I yelled at a dude today at the gas station. Uh-oh. <laughs> at the cheap gas station? At the cheap gas station. What was he doing? Uh, he, he, I was putting gas in my car, and he was uh, an employee of said gas station. And I saw him just sort of wandering around in the parking lot, uh, and then he came right up to me. He was like, hello, sir, how are you? And I was like, Fine. And uh, he was like, would you like a coupon? I was like, no. He's like, but it's for, like, free food and stuff. I was like, go away. Aww. He probably gets, you know, paid for the amount of more than he can give away. That's fine. But when I say no, right. I'm done. Right. Yeah. I, I respect that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also pumping gas. Right. Don't bother me. Yeah. Like, like any interaction that I would have with people was already done when I prepaid for my gas. Right. Yeah. So did he go away? Uh, well, once I told him to go away, yeah. <laughs> oh. They, just, they kind of slunk away, like, defeated. Uh, all I know is that I saw him go back to, like, the building uh, where he was just walking around on the sidewalk and, like, two girls walked into the uh, the store and he didn't even interact with them. Oh, you, you ruined his life. Good. <laughs> Uh, well, maybe I'll go there and cheer him up. Like, All I'll, right. I'll take his fucking coupon. Take his fucking coupon for some sort of meat-based product. Yeah, whatever. I'll recycle it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I guess at this point, because uh, I got nothing else. Yeah, I got nothing else either. Yeah. Two biggest things that have happened to me in a year have happened in the week when right. we talked about them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I had... Not that... I shouldn't say it, like... No, my, yeah. My I, friend I disappearing mean. is not about me. It's not. No, yeah. But I mean, you know. But it's stressful. It's all I've thought about. Right, much. yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that, that has been the last two weeks of your life. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I haven't probably doing much else. Yeah. 
because you want to find him and right. you want to know that he's over. Oh yeah, yeah. I spent spent quite a bit of hours uh, searching by phone, searching in person on, on the bike path, like right. on my bike, hanging. Up. Yeah, I mean it's like like I really really hope that he's okay. Right. Um, but I kind of hope, like, and this might sound terrible. I kind of hope the scenario is that he's been like detained against his will. Right. Because I can't imagine any other scenario me not being really, really mad at him. Right. Um, no, yeah, I totally understand. Like, I think that's the only way... <laughs> if he's done himself harm, right. which is the worst possible scenario, yeah. then that's infuriating. It is. Because the last two weeks have definitely shown that there are a shit ton of people out there who care, right. who give a damn about him. Exactly. I mean, like, even me, and I wouldn't even necessarily call us friends, right, yeah. but I know him, and, yeah. and he's been in my house, and that's not something that a lot of people get to do. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I, I like him, yeah, and I want him to be fine. Right. And, uh, if, and if he's just kind of, like, you know, said, like, well, you know, I just need to take some time by myself and, like, reevaluate life, and, like, right. it's going to... I'm just going to do a forced gump thing and walk across the country. Right. Like, I will be mad because he didn't tell anybody right. that that was happening. I mean, and at that point, I mean, and again, he's not meaning it in any kind of, you know, bad way, but it's a dick move right. to just disappear yeah. on purpose. Like right. That. Yeah. So, yeah, you're, I mean, yeah, if, like, he was kidnapped. Yeah. <laughs> I know, which would be horrible. <laughs> right. But... Like that, but that's out of his control, and you can't get mad at him. Yeah. For that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could, I guess, if I was a dick. Right. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope that he was kidnapped and he's returned safely. Yes. That's exactly what I hope happened. <laughs> that way, we'll be friends again. Because I have, like, I love him. I love him like a brother, and I hope nothing happened to him. But I have a hard time reconciling that I would be as close friends with him after this. Right. Because it's just fucking horrible that right. he would do that to somebody. Yeah. No matter what it is. You know? I mean, you would probably need to, yeah, take some time. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I wouldn't say anything. Like, if he wandered back, I wouldn't say anything for a couple of weeks. I would make sure he's okay. Right. And I'd be like, oh, I'm glad you're okay, but I don't want to talk to you for a while. Right. Until I feel better about this. Right. And then we can be friends. Because what you did was shit. Yeah. Dude. We we hope we hope we hope yeah we hope that he's all right yeah I really I really really do so yeah if you know anything please tell the police yeah. Dayton police well I found out some news and I'm not going to talk about it but uh, you know it's uh, you know something that uh, has made my life uh, miserable for a couple of days uh, right. but you know just uh, some people are just Fucking horrible. There are some people out there making bad decisions. Yeah. I will definitely agree with that. Yeah. Uh, but it has not really affected my life uh, too much otherwise. But other than oh, just, that's good. That's a good way to do it. Other than just sort of like, you know, you get the just, just like an itchy feeling in your brain. Just like, You're why right. is this happening? Right. Why do people behave this way? Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, I'm like, people start behaving better. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. You know who you are. Exactly. We're not. We're not gonna name any names. Nope. Brian John Mitchell. Kirk <laughs> <laughs> Jens. But if you're out there behaving improperly, yes, as world, you are in the world, because we know it. 
fix it. We know you are. We're like we're like we're like the foul mouthed two bodied Santa Claus. We know what's happening. And we're, not, we're not gonna give you any presents if you don't shape up. <laughs> oh well I may have a present for us. Yeah? Yeah, a movie to watch. Oh boy, I love movies. Uh so it's a movie that I've been uh, wanting to pick for uh, quite a while. And just uh, always tend to forget that it happened to exist. Okay. Uh, but, uh, well, last uh, my last check, I knew it was on Netflix. Uh, it may not be now. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes they do that. Right. So, fingers crossed, it's still on Netflix. Right, okay. Uh, but uh, I would like to watch the movie called Boonraku. Oh, yeah, I would like to watch Boonraku. All right. Let's, let's watch Boonraku. Boonraku. Cool. I kind of, for some reason, for a second, I thought you might pick Argo. Oh, yeah. Um, because until yesterday, I'd never seen it before. Oh, okay. And I watched it yesterday. Okay. Um, so I was, I was like, ooh, should I veto if he picks Argo? Great. Um, which was really good. Okay. I, I like Argo. Well, and I will watch it on my own at some point. Oh, you haven't seen it? Okay. Uh, yeah. I was thinking you had. I have not. Okay. Cool. Well, Moon Rocket. Moon Rocket. Not directed by Ben Affleck? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Okay. Unless he did it under an assumed name. Right. <laughs> he might have. Yeah. Let's do it. Cool. Well, everybody. Well, uh, thanks for welcoming us back yeah. into the world of podcasting. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully uh, we'll be a regular thing again. I, I would hope so. I must have to work that night. Right, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Jesus. I know, it's going to be, yeah, because that is a thing, uh, they said they probably will have at least one weekend day every, right. every week I'll be working. So, yeah. Um, figure that out. Yeah, that will. might affect our plans. That way, and then, uh, you know, there is still the, the specter of uh, my needing to get a second job at some point. Right. So, yeah. you know, I mean. Uh, oh, you should just get a job at Trader Joe's, and we'll both, um. Like stock stuff in the back room together, and uh-huh. we'll just record a podcast while we're stocking. That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get paid to do a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> See if I can figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Right, I'll get you. Or at least I'll just leave the back door open. You can sneak in. All right. Do it a lot more. I mean, I'd prefer to get paid too if uh, you're getting paid. I guess I could just split my wages with you. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. that'll work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only fair thing. Yeah. All right, then. Uh, we'll uh, be back next week-ish. Yeah, probably. Probably. We'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah. It's a crazy world. Bear with us, we folks. Have, we have no control over it. Exactly. Never have. Never yeah. will. Goodbye. <laughs>